morning and welcome to our early morning trade plan live webinar and podcast. So what the, the whole purpose behind this particular session is to be prepared for today's trading opportunities. So without further ado, let's get straight into this session. Um, please, uh, for those of you attending live, uh, please do see our risk warning currently up on screen and just be um, always mindful of your exposure in these markets. It is something that new and inexperienced traders perhaps give less consideration to uh, when in actual fact it, it's it's very, very important to, to understand your exposure, um, not just in each trade, but collectively, uh, what is your exposure to the downside? And um, so that's something that's really useful for, um, it's something that profitable traders have an acute awareness of. And just as a quick introduction, there's things that profitable traders need to consider every time they get to their trading screens. It's of course, what market should we trade? What market should we be looking at? And, and more importantly, why are we looking at these particular markets? Um, with so many markets to choose from, trade selection is very important. Uh, also, once you, did, once you determine the actual market you're looking at, where are you looking to enter those markets? Where are you looking to exit for, hopefully for a, a profit? Uh, however, you do need to put a line in the sand at which point that, that trade fails that's your exit, that's your exposure, that's your stop loss. So we always trade with stop losses and we calculate this risk prior to entry. So risk management, very important. Trade management, different things. Once you're in that trade, you need to make some decisions in terms of, you know, at what point would you be looking to book in profit or to, to mitigate risk? Um, so all these decisions are really important and trading psychology as well. Interpreting your own psychology, what impact is that having on your decision-making? Also, markets have their own psychology as well. And this live trade room is designed to prepare you for today's trading opportunities where we address these considerations um, on a daily basis. Uh, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in your approach, discipline with your capital and be patient as well. So let's get straight into it. And we'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So we're gonna slide over to our economic calendar. Um, just, just have a, just take a step back really and look at yesterday's um, news. We, we were really focusing, and the market was pretty much waiting for CPI uh, data, and, and that was very true to say. Um, a bit of a slow morning yesterday um, with this CPI figure in focus, and uh, so we've actually seen a CPI yet again uh, slightly higher than expected. Um, the expectations were 0 0.4 and 0 0.5 on the core. And we've seen um, CPI month on month 0 0.5 as opposed to 0 0.4. And the core CPI came in at 0 0.6 as opposed to 0 0.5. So a slight uptick on the inflation story in the US. Now we would ordinarily, I suppose in normal market conditions, we would certainly look to, um, to look for negative opportunities in these markets. But um, with the fact, if we go back even further to Tuesday's uh, testimony from Jerome Powell, he gave a really a reassuring, um, a bit of confidence to these markets yet again. It is the, the, the prime story in these markets. Um, and the Fed insists they're on top of this inflation story uh, and that this inflation number is likely to run hotter um, than expected over the short term but that will play itself out over the course of the year and prices will begin to settle down 
uh, as we close out the year. That's certainly the, um, let's say, the, the forecast uh, for inflation. Now, it is important to remind you that if we cast our minds back, you know, 12, 18 months, that, you know, these same people that are forecasting the CPI will, uh, will, will get a little bit more under control with the same people that were talk, talking about 2% inflation. And as you can see, we're up at 7%. So by no means are they, um, uh, are we guaranteed to get that response from the CPI and, and the inflation story? It, there's a lot of factors that go into it, supply side constraints, which are going to exist for a lot longer, we would assume. Um, hopefully the virus will, um, will settle down. Um, and we hope that the demand will be there as much as there is right now, because that's really why these markets are pushing higher. It's on that growth and demand uh, potential. Um, so there's a lot of positivity out there. There's some, you know, that are forecasting slightly different responses. And, and certainly there's many that believe the Fed are really behind the curve. So our instincts would be to look for uh, a bit of downside um, indice strength. Uh, it's probably useful to just discuss yesterday's trade plan, um, which was sort of mild risk on market conditions, uh, seeing the S&P pushing above that 47.18 level and the US oil market breaking above that 81.62. Now, we got really good moves to the upside in both of those two markets. Um, we were able to get into US oil at um, an optimum entry yesterday as well. Uh, and we also got into the dollar weakness trade. We were trading the euro dollar to the upside as well as things evolved over the course of the day. So some uh, a few good trades for us yesterday. We were able to book in good profit. Um, now let's see uh, where these opportunities may lie today. Um, sorry, when we look at the bond markets, let me let me bring up the ten year treasury note. When we look at the bond markets, there is a bit of an easing after that initial uh, impulsive move in the first few days of the year, um, a bit of softening. The, the Fed tried to just calm conditions and, and we're just picking up again. So we're currently at 1.74 for the 10-year Treasury note. Um, and certainly if we made new highs, that would be um, certainly an interesting dynamic for, for the Fed and, um, and for monetary policy as well. Uh, so just going back to today's news events, so we've got another inflation figure. Uh, I suppose the other thing that's worth considering is that the crude oil inventory number, uh, we're expecting negative 2.1 million barrels. Um, and we, uh, we the, the print is minus 4.6. So um, it, when we get a, a negative number more than expected, um, then it's likely to push the price of crude oil higher. So it certainly gave... Um, the oil trade a little bit of a boost but we'll go into these markets now um, one by one and we'll assess the opportunity over the course of the trading day uh, good morning everyone great to have you with us um, hope you're all keeping well and you're able to hopefully get a few good trades off yesterday there was a few dollar trades um, in fact the uh, the Aussie dollar is continuing to push to the upside uh, just looking at our um, our dollar pairs that we were looking at yesterday. So really sizable move uh, in the euro dollar. So let's start with risk. So we'll start with the S&P 500 then. So this is our impulsive move above the 47.18. Um, 
we were able to push up to the 47.51 um, before actually getting a little bit of negativity on this market. So um, we've certainly seen a 50% retracement on yesterday's move. Um, not overly surprised. Uh, currently up on screen, we have um, we have the higher than expected US CPI numbers now of 7% year on year, uh, previous 6.8. So um, this inflation figure is still ticking higher. Um, and we, on our screen currently, what we have is is higher than expected inflation equals indices to the downside and the dollar to strengthen. Um, so that will be our instinctive picture. Now, we've not always been getting that from these markets. So sometimes you can have negative news, positive price action. That's what we've been experiencing, uh, largely due to central bank uh, quantitative easing um, uh, and low interest rates. So, so we're looking at the S&P 500 now. We've retraced 50% on yesterday's move. And now today we've opened and we've started to sell off just a little bit. It's also worth noting, uh, if I just get my pen up quickly, um, that yesterday's high is um, a significant level of potential resistance in this market. Now, it could be a, a type of head and shoulders type price action. So it's worth keeping an eye out for this. So by no means, yesterday we were advocates of, of a buy trade. Um, currently on screen, we have a little band um, from November uh, through to January, and it's it's basically between the 47.50 and the 47.20. There is um, a pretty tight band where on, on a few occasions markets have bounced off it, so it became a strong level of resistance. And then as prices break above that sort of 47.50 level, it, it then becomes a bit of support. Um, and we're currently in that little zone in the minute. We're currently in and around the 47.20. Uh, and we can certainly keep a close eye on some short-term selling. And maybe we might see a little bit of, um, you know, this level as a little bit of a resistance where this market is kind of bounced off on, on, on numerous occasions. Maybe this is the next opportunity to the downside. So we certainly don't want to get committed to these indice markets in any particular direction. Uh, instinctively, our bias is actually for these markets to soften. Uh, they're not doing so, so we can buy them when they're pushing higher and we can sell them when they're pushing lower. Um, so as we look across the indice markets, the FTSE uh, is, has opened and has just softened a little bit. The DAX has opened and softened as well. So going to the US indice markets, so we've seen the S&P roll over to the downside. We've also got the Dow Jones, which is looking quite bearish now so far today. And also the NASDAQ, the tech stocks in the US. So they're actually, yesterday's positivity seems to have waned and we're now entering a little bit of sort of risk off market conditions so so the question is what does this mean for the dollar um and it's slightly counterintuitive so we had some good winning trades yesterday um we've got some dollar weakness 
pretty much across the board. Um, so a really good move across this dollar. We were talking a lot about it yesterday. So there was um, a really good number of opportunities across the dollars, the dollar pairs. Uh, we hit our targets uh, fairly early on yesterday, so we were happy with that. Um, so as I flick through the dollar pairs, we look at the majors, dollar majors. You can see that the dollar is continuing to sell off across the board. So we can look for further dollar weakness um, and we can look for it um, generically. You can cherry pick your opportunities, perhaps based on, on we've got structural failures to the upside now in, in the New Zealand dollar. Uh, we've also got structural failures to the upside in the Aussie dollar. Um, we, we've had this structural failure to the downside in the dollar CAD for three days now. So that's continuing. Um, you can see some of these markets are not quite at that same sort of structural failure level uh, as the, the commodity currencies against the dollar. Uh, the, we've got further extension to the upside for the pound. We've kind of broken out of this upper trend line now. Clearly, we will get a pullback to this level probably at some point, but um, <clears throat> we've extended significantly higher. And also we are breaking out of this structural failure. Um, we're looking at the euro dollar now. We've been on a downtrend since May 2021. Uh, we've clearly bottomed out and now we're pulling back off the lows. So this is a structural failure to the upside above the 1380 level. We're clearly above that as things currently stand. Um, and, um, and we would expect further upside. So we can certainly look... Um, so indices to the downside certainly us indices lower um and we can certainly look for uh, dollar weakness those are certainly the two trades um dollar weakness the look at the euro the cad the aussie and the new zealand so we put our, together our trade plan now in just a moment and we'll let you go um elsewhere we'll have a look at um what's going on in markets like the the euro pound we're just in this little sideways pattern as you can see so we need a little bit more information with regards to the euro pound uh the euro yen again we're in this similar sort of sideways moving pattern we've been in this pattern now for two weeks perhaps more than that um so again we we need to see more as traders before we need to get the confirmation that we we look for when we trade um otherwise we 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 don't want to engage. Um, similar situation with the pound, the pound yen. We're kind of in this uh, two, four, six, eight, nine day range in and around the one fifty seven twenty level. That's this market is trading above and below that level. So broadly speaking, we're in consolidation with regards to uh, the euro yen and the pound yen. And then just finishing off with the commodities. So U.S. oil. Uh, we're just coming off the highs. So we had a really good trade on this market yesterday. Um, we were able to book, book in profit up at these highs yesterday. Uh, and now the market has opened and it's start to sell off a little bit. So with the industry market selling off, we're likely to get follow through from the, from the oil trade. Um, we, we'll, we'll focus on the U.S. indices today to the downside, perhaps. Um, and from a 
it's slightly counterintuitive, but we'll also look for that dollar weakness trade across most of these markets, which are already beginning to, to filter through now as we speak. So uh, with the US, we're sorry, with European open in about 10 minutes, um, we'll see if uh, European capital changes the, the, the script, um, which it has done a couple of times this week now. So we've not, um, you know, sometimes our, our trade plan yesterday was, was pretty good. Uh, the day before, uh, we we saw a complete swing around the the start of the European Open, so um, we need to be sort of flexible mentally with our with our approach. And as the picture changes, we can change as traders. We can look for slightly different opportunities, or look for opportunities in slightly different. So it just shows you how dynamic this environment is. Um, gold, we do like this market to the upside. It is slowly grinding, but we're we're not. Perhaps above the uh, the eighteen thirty one would be a little bit more interesting for us as traders. So, let's put these um, this trade plan together now. So, currently up on screen we have today's trading plan. So, those of you joining us live, of course, as you can see, we've got um, yesterday it was mild risk on uh, market conditions. Um, now we can probably. Uh, describe it as mild risk off market conditions. So again, these markets change and evolve all the time. And it's up to us as traders to evolve with it. So yesterday we we're looking to buy the S&P. Uh, now we are looking for um, we're looking for US indices weakness. So we're looking for the S&P, the Dow and uh, the NASDAQ to continue to push lower. And if that's the case, there might be some good opportunities there. A really good trade in U.S. oil or crude oil yesterday uh, off the back of the uh, crude oil inventories number. And we're seeing uh, a bit of a retracement now so far today. So we can back off oil just for now um, and uh, we can assess it as the day unfolds. So we're looking for uh, USD weakness. And it is important to point out that the, the, the normal correlation would be for indice weakness, we'd be looking for dollar strength, and we're clearly not getting that. So we are getting this slightly uh, offset um, uh, correlation between the indices, which are clearly weaker, and the dollar, which is also clearly weaker. So the, this, is, this is a little bit counterintuitive. We're just saying bear that in mind when you're trading. So it might be a case of choosing the indices or choosing the dollar. Uh, perhaps don't obviously look to trade both because you you might you know things might change pretty quickly and you might be offside on one. It wouldn't be uh, perhaps a, a no. You wouldn't really use it as a hedge. To be fair, so um, just be mindful. This is a kind of a counterintuitive trade plan today. So perhaps look to trade either the U.S. indices to the downside or the dollar to the downside, and not look to do both. Uh, we just put um, euro uh, and the commodity currencies just to prioritize, really. So the euro, the CAD, uh, the Aussie, and the New Zealand. If you want to know which US markets to focus on, certainly have a look at those. You could also have a look at the pound um, uh, and perhaps the yen. But um, these markets will give you slightly, well, slightly better um opportunities i guess they're a little bit closer to important structural uh, breakouts uh, levels to the upside and to the downside 
Okay, so uh, on that note, guys, um, I'll post this into the chat box. Thank you very much for joining us. It is kind of a broad trade plan today. It's not too specific because we're seeing weakness across the US indices and we're seeing pretty much um, dollar weakness uh, across the board as well. So I'll post that into the chat box for those of you attending live. Um, and just to let you know, guys, of course, uh, if you've got any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. Uh, we'd be happy to answer those for you. Um, there's our trade plan just posted now. Um, and just to let you know, thank you very much for joining us as always. Um, we do trade these markets live every day. We trade the European Open and the US Open as well. Um, so do join us. You can join us for just $29 a month. Um, just go to our website for more information, thelivetraderoom.com. Uh, and you can even uh, uh, connect with us through our chat function on our website. So if you've got any questions about what we do or, or how we do it, then you can contact us and let us know. So on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.